thing, right? Yes. Um, so I, I've, Mark, I, I want to welcome you here today. Um, this is, I've been looking forward to this for a long time, actually. Um, you know, I've, we've met a couple of times, uh, different speaking events. Uh, you know, I think we actually both spoke at the, uh, the Pakora Youth Leadership Conference one year. Uh, that was, that was a lot of fun, but uh, I, I'd like to, to hear a little bit about your background and we can talk a little bit about mine. I know we're, we're kind of doing a little joint uh, podcast thing going here. So I'm, I'm super excited about that. Um, and so, yeah, so if you could kind of give me a quick background, you, you know, your background, where, where did you come from? Why, you know, what is it exactly that you do and how did you get started with that? And then I'll go on my turn. Sure, absolutely. Uh, thank you, Daniel, for having me. I'm always excited to connect with like-minded individuals and learn together. And I think it's, for me, one of the most important things in life is to build a community community of the people that I can grow together. I don't necessarily see myself as a leader up front leading, but rather maybe uh, being part of the leadership team or maybe, you know, making my own contribution. And this kind of takes me to uh, where I came from. I'm not sure if you knew this about me or not, but uh, about eight years ago, I actually was participating as a youth leader at a church in, in downtown Orlando. And I think that experience really shaped who I am now. I know it's a nonprofit, right? You know, it, you don't, this is, I didn't get paid for that service, but I think it really paid me the dividends mm -hmm. uh, in my professional life, in my, in my business life, in my personal life. Because when you are tasked with guiding, leading, educating, encouraging, a group of young people or teenagers or young adults, I think it's one of the best things you, you learn about who you are as a leader, uh, what traits that you maybe need to work on, and what can you do in the future. And one of the things I learned about myself is that um, not really care too much about the titles. It's like, okay, this person with this title. Titles don't mean anything. Right. <laughs> I think what really means is your care. Uh, have you ever read or come across John Maxwell and his work on leadership? Oh, yes, absolutely. Right. So he says that in order to be a leader, you need to have somebody who will follow you and everything rises and falls on leadership. Uh, but the most probably the most profound quote that I have embraced from John Maxwell is this. People don't care how much you know until they see how much you care. Yep. And I feel that I think our journey as leaders, whether it's at home, in the business, or in the community, it's never over. As leaders, I believe there's always somebody's watching us, what we do, how we do it. They're always listening, what we say and how we say it. And I think most important is somebody's always looking up at us. Yes. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's somebody in the community who really has a lot of respect for you and for me. And they, they're looking for that role model. And I have decided a long time ago is that I would like to be the best role model that I can be. Yes, of course, I, I make many mistakes. Uh, just one today, I can't even <laughs> put, up, put up my video, right? <laughs> just keep going, keep going, Daniel. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I, that gives you a little background about who I am. I think it's a good introduction. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I, I couldn't agree more with you. You know, the, it's the, through service that we really um, find out who we are and, and what's important in life. And um, yeah. And, and actually, you know, kind of my, you know, you, you know a little bit about my story, but you know, I was working in the corporate world and just, and working myself to death and, you know, realized that I was not taking care of what was truly important, you know, my family and friends and, you know, all of that. And through that, I, you know, I realized, you know, of course it took, you know, there's some of us that are not it, a little slower. So I had to end up losing everything for me to finally <laughs> realize that, uh, Hey, there are more important things than just, you know, I was going for that title that you talked about, right? And you know, wanting to be, you know, I'm, I'm an important person. You know, people know who I am. I'm famous. Uh, <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily get you anything good, right? You know, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, having money and having the, the title and, and all of that. That's fine. But it's definitely not what's actually really important in life. It's about service. And that's why I do what I do now, talking to, to people about having the life balance and, and creating a truly successful life, not just a profitable life, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a huge difference, huge difference, um, as, I'm, as I'm sure you, you agree with. Um, yeah, what I, what I, because we are friends on Facebook and LinkedIn and through Google and, uh, and Twitter possibly as well, right? Um, what I have seen on your Facebook business page is this meme where you, <laughs> you have this big tanker lying <laughs> on its side. Yes. And it's saying, what, what, can you tell me? About yeah, that? well, I, I listen, I, I wish they were, they were my words, but I, I heard it on another podcast. Um, that no amount of success can compensate for a failure at home. And I was trying to find some way to, to kind of put that in a picture. And so I was, I was look, looking through a couple of different photo libraries and I found that, that boat laying on its side, this big, you know, big, beautiful ship, right? You know, yeah. the, the, the a perfect icon of success. If you know, you've got this, you're in good shape and yet it's laying there on its side, you know, on a sandbar or whatever it is. But, you know, if you don't have that foundation of a family, you know, if your home life is not happy, what good is money? Right? So no amount of success can compensate for a failure at home. And right. that, so yeah, that was, that was, fun. you know what? I think it was, there's some, Sometimes we come across an image that says so much and it's so congruent with mm -hmm. the message. You know, it, it's, like a, it's like a compound effect. Not just words, not just image, but it's a multiple, like a 10x or 100x, like a, that compound effect. And I think you really, you really created a good um, visual. So I didn't realize you did that. Yeah, I, I actually did it on my, my phone. Um, I had listened to a podcast earlier in the day and I, I had a free few minutes. And I'm like, I need, I need, I need to put this out there because that, that says so much. You know, cause I always talk about, uh, you know, I think we even talked about it the other day is you know, my personal mission and, and the song Cats in the Cradle. Um, yeah. And I just want to make that a song and not a story about anybody because you know, it, 
so about you know a father working too much and not taking care of his kids and so when I heard that message, it just, it resonated with me and I wanted to get it out there and share that. And if I can touch somebody with that, that for me is success. It's not, you know, it's not, you know, getting a, a huge speaking gig out of, out of these mess, this, this, my social media strategy. It's about touching the world. It's, it's about making a difference. And that's one of the things why I think that you and I, connected well and have stayed in touch after, you know, after all these years is there's a similar vibe there that, you know, it's not just about the financial success and the money. It's about the service and about making an impact in the world. Right. You know, I, I, I as you were saying this, uh, Daniel, this is what I want to um, kind of bounce off from you and you tell me uh, how you feel about this. Okay. So you are and know who you are. But what about this other parts of life? Right. So I think this is what you're offering to us, right? You're, you're maybe uh, nugging us or tugging us at the shoulder and say, hey, right, uh, check this out. Is that, is that what I'm getting? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that is so much what my, my message is about is, you know, it's living on purpose. Don't, don't live on accident. Um, uh, I was actually working on a, a thing. I'm doing a goal setting uh, class coming up in September. I was mm-hmm. trying to, to work on some of the, the messaging around that. And I remember something that I heard. I was actually at an Amway meeting uh, in the 80, late 80s. And uh, the, the guy said, most people spend more time planning their vacation than they do planning their whole lives. And I remember thinking at 18, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, no, no way. They're crazy. But it's so true. Right. So we, we do, we, you know, we go through school and we've got these ideas of what success is and what, you know, what being a man is about. It's about, you know, it's providing and, you know, yet we're not spending a lot of time actually really planning what that is. But the other part that you, you talk, talked about is, and that is so true is, especially for men, our identity is tied to what we do. As yes. As yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I think it's if, if you want to have a family, right, or if you want to have uh, some kind of semblance of life, you know, I came, if, if we don't work, our lives don't work, right? That's one you heard it before, I'm sure. I heard it from the industry, from an insurance industry slogan. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 it fits so well, right, in the society that we have. It does. So there's this, there's this sense of identity. But I'm not saying this is my position for every man. This is just my view. You know, like, this is the identity that I thought of. I mean, I looked at my dad. You know, he worked really hard. And then, you know, I look at other role models. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this is a lot to discuss because I think – um, you have a very generous heart and, and you, you want to uh, uh, provide by example, right? Yes. And there's, um, there's another thing that just came to my mind, but I, it's, it, it's, it's escaping me right now. <laughs> uh, hey, of all the things I've lost in my life, I think I miss my mind the most. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, 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 then how do you... Um, then how do you then take that focus from uh, growing into your full potential as a 
as a man, right? right. Uh, as a as a part of as a part of family, because it's not just you, right? It's a it's it's you know your mate, right. your partner, your spouse. So how do you then? I mean, how, where do you have the time, the energy? I mean, can you can you can can, can you talk to me about this because this is real? Absolutely, absolutely, and, and that's and that's what the challenge always is. It, there are so many things that are pulling on us at all times. And in, in today's world, it's even, it's even more so because, you know, we've got these little things that are always pulling at us, you know, give me attention, give me attention. Right. And it's a matter of really what it boils down to is living on purpose is don't live on accident. Don't live by accident. And, you know, we do that. We get caught in the rat race and the, you know, I, I have to make the money. I've got, you know, I've got to go to work. I've got to come home, go to work, come home. And you lose sight of what's really important. And it really is about finding what is your purpose? What is the, the legacy that you want to leave? And keeping that in focus, keeping the fact that, you know, you can always make more money. You can never make more time, you know, get, spend that time with, with your kids, with your spouse, right? Make sure that you're feeding your relationships because, you know, I, I call it the, the emotional bank account. I, I don't think that's original to me, but you've got to constantly be making deposits into that, right? You've got to be doing little tiny things. And there are a couple of, of different strategies that I use, um, for that, uh, I, I talk about time concentration is one, and um, habit stacking, a couple of other things. But really, what are they? I mean, I, I yeah, this is the first time. I'm like time, about time it. concentration is taking the <clears throat> the activities and the things that you do in life and compressing more life into them. The example that I, I always use is, you know, we know we need to exercise right? We've got to take time to, to take care of our physical bodies. Well, I chose an exercise. I do karate. Uh, I actually just got my uh, black belt in Tung Soo Do uh, back in April. So, yeah, I saw that. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. It, was very, it, was, it had been on my list for a long time, but, <clears throat> but I chose karate for on purpose, not just, you know, hey, I need to join a gym, right? Because for there, I'm going and I'm exercising, course. Um, I also find martial arts to be a, a good mental workout. You know, you're having to memorize moves, you're having to re remember the forms, you're all of these different things. For me personally, there's a bit of a spiritual side to it because there's concentration and it's, you know, focus and all of that. <clears throat> I do it with my kids. I chose an, uh, an exercise that I can do with my family, right? I've made new friends there. Um, they, they, uh, I chose a place that does outreach to the community right now. We're doing a, a food drive for the humane society. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then even through there, I've made business contacts and all of that. So this one activity that I chose on purpose is not just exercise, you know, in my, my system, my life balance triad, there are nine areas of life balance, this one exercise. So that hour, you know, three, two or three hours a week handle seven of them. You know, it's physical, mental, spiritual, family, friends, others, and business all mm -hmm. in one activity. 
Right. So you don't have to re completely rearrange your schedule to have life balance. It's do what you do on purpose. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, it's a one, it's that, and that's one little thing that can have a dramatic impact because now you're making exercise. You're adding, you're adding to your fine, your, um, emotional bank accounts with your family, right? You're, right. you're at, you know, making friends, all of these different things. So it's, it's about living intentionally, living on purpose. And, and again, I, I, could, I could talk about different, other different things for a long time. But um, you know what I, I want to share with you is this. So this is, your, this is who you are, right? You, um, you extend out this energy. You extend out this vibration of who you are, this purpose, this, this meaning. How can you enroll, not enroll, but recruit your family members or people you care about to join you Yes, to make sure that it's, it's, it's interesting to them, it's interesting to you, and a lot of times they're not interested long-term, right? Long-term to do what you want to do or how, how do you combine that? I mean, what, what, what have you learned? I want to learn some, some, some tricks and, and strategies from that. <laughs> The real key, and, and I, I, this is not rocket science, but it, it's communication. It's being open and about here are my goals. Here's the legacy. Here's the purpose that I see. You know, I, I have a big poster up on on the wall. My my goals of here here are my top goals in all nine areas of life balance. I've got one here in the office. I've got another one in my bathroom. And so I've communicated to my family very clearly, here's what I'm after. And here's, you know, and I've had talks with them about here's what it means to you. Right. Um, you know, cause one of my, in the, the, one of my goals is to um, speak to a hundred thousand people a year. That's one of my goals. Right. Well, that means that there's going to be time like right now, instead of, you know, playing Xbox with my son over there. I'm having this interview, right? And it's saying, you're important to me. And I want to do these. I have these goals and these things that I'm trying to do. And here's why I'm doing it for you. That's the first part is communicating and letting them know this is why. This is why I'm going to be, you know, traveling out of state for this, for the next week, right? This is why I'm hold away in my office, typing furiously, writing my book. This is why I'm doing all of those things. And here's what it means for you, right? That's the first part. The right. second part is being willing to walk, step away from that when it's important. I, I still remember uh, my son who's nine um, wanted me to, um, I think go to a school or there, there was something that, that he and I were going to do. Um, and I had a meeting that I needed to have. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember the particulars, but I realized that the meeting that I wanted to have, I could postpone that. The going to him, to his school for the special event, I couldn't. So I, I went, and had lunch with him at school and went to, went to his thing. And he goes, well, what about your meeting? I said, you know what? 
for you, I canceled it. And I let him know that I did it for him and that in this, you know, in this time, you know, he was more important than this meeting that I could have, that I yeah. could put off, right? right? And it's being willing to accept the, the, the pain and, you know, the pain, you know, air quotes, um, of having to rearrange that schedule to, to prove or to show him that he is important and that I am willing to put my work aside for him. Now, that's just one little example, but when you don't have to do it all the time, obviously, you know, you go out of, out of business if you do it all the time, but, you know, it's communicate that here's why I'm working so hard. Here's why I'm doing what I'm doing and being willing to occasionally sacrifice that work for the more important relationships. That's yeah. where it really makes sense. Does that make sense? Is that yes. Right? Yes. Um, it does. You know, I'm learning so much and taking all this information into my processing unit. And, you know, sometimes processing unit works at different speeds. And, you know, just, we just, I'm just doing the best that I can. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so what about you? What, what is your take on that? How, how I mean, cause you know, I, I'm not the, I'm not the, the, the only well, I, I, I clearly, clearly need, need more help with this myself in rearranging uh, different areas of my life. Um, one thing that I really liked, and now I'm reflecting on this, Daniel, you and I, we have attended this event, TEDx in Ocala in 2017. Yes. And it's a truly a world-class event created by some amazing people teams and volunteers and Indeed. it's truly remarkable speakers remarkable audiences and it just messages that truly resonate it's an experience right you go for the entire day it's an experience yeah. what i and i saw you this is this has been recorded in 2019 this was was in 2017 this we met a few months before that and during the event there is recess and it's it's it, it was held at a Riley Center, right? right? The Riley Fine Arts Center, yes. You know, in Ocala. So it's a theater or performing arts theater, right? Yes. In, in the lobby, they have set up like speakers for music, you know, for recess. Mm -hmm. And they started playing music. And they said, okay, everyone, everyone, who would like to dance? And I saw you step right <laughs> up into the circle and started to dance. And you know, Daniel... I will never forget this memory. This is, here I am, one of the speakers, right? A little nervous. And I saw you just going for it. Like, you know, didn't care if the people were looking or not looking. It was only maybe three or four of you dancing. Uh -huh. you know, but then more people were joining. So as you tell me about this decisions and this purpose-driven uh, uh, approach to life and how you, how you talk to your children, your son, and probably with others. So, and then karate, how you combine and stack more life into the activity. So this is a lesson, right? For me and for everyone, if there's music and there's an invitation to dance, you don't stand around and rub your back against the wall and trying to make it clean. You jump in, you jump in and you make a, 
And you know, I was so enthused by this moment. I still have that picture of you in my phone. Damn. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you know, it was oh, other people dear. there, but I mean, you would never even know until I told you this today, right? No. And I was just so, I mean, this was such an, an incredible, and you know, I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking, what's stopping me from dancing, right? So maybe five minutes of embarrassment will save me years of regret. Why don't I just, you know, like, right? Just jump in, jump in. And, you know, I learned this and um, thank you for this reminder. Um, I will tell you a little background on this. When I was serving at church, there was an event at SeaWorld um, every Easter sunrise. Okay. And for whatever reason, and it's very early, right? It's, it's like four o'clock in the morning. You have to get up and go there by five and it's a traffic and parking. And there was something I said, you know, I came to the, um, uh, to the, one of the pastors and I said, you know, I couldn't make it. It was, you know, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it. And he looked at me and he said, well, the only person who lost is you. You lost out because you didn't make it. You didn't go. You didn't participate. So don't say, don't apologize. Don't say, excuse me. Don't say sorry. Really, it's, it's you who really missed out. Yeah. And, you know, so simple. So simple, but it's such a powerful statement. And that really got to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, you know, for years, I mean, you would never, anybody who meets me now and I tell them this and they just go, they go, <laughs> yeah, right. I was always the super duper shy kid. You know, in high school, I was, you know, I was the wallflower, you know, I didn't talk to people. I just, I thought I had no social skills. Um, I remember doing a, the Myers-Briggs personality test. And the first thing is introvert or extrovert. And I was like, zero is balanced. And I think it goes like 60 on each side. I was a 47 introvert. I mean, super quiet, not, you know, don't talk to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and I found out that I was missing out on life. And the, and so it, it's so funny that you, you say that because if anybody who's ever seen me dance knows it's not pretty, it, it's just, not I, I, I have the proof. <laughs> I can, I mean, I take bids now, just contact me and I'll send you that photographs. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know what? I found that the reality is, nobody really cares and the the people that who would laugh at me and make fun of me i don't care what they think anyway so why why miss out on that joy and that fun of life for no reason right so so i do you know now i, I act kind of crazy and you know i've got a little bit of a weird sense of humor and I don't mind, you know, getting out in front of people and dancing. Um. <laughs> I saw it. You know what? Everyone there saw it. Yes. Everyone was, it, it was a good moment. It was a good moment. Good. Well, you know, and that's part of, part of why I do what I do is to, to, to be that little light to help bring levity to the world. Um, I, you know, I still remember I had a guidance counselor in middle school 
that pulled me aside one time and uh, he, he said, hey, Dan, I, I want to ask you a question. You know, I was in there for something else, but he goes, Dan, let me ask you a question. What do you think the world owes you? And, you know, being a 13 year old, I'm like, I don't know. Right? <laughs> he goes, the world doesn't owe you anything. You were given the gift of life. You owe the world. The, you need to have, make the world a better place for you having been here. That is why you're here. And I remember at 13, that was, that was mind blowing, right? That I still remember it, you know, almost 40 years later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that core message has been, uh, it's what I've tried to make my whole life about is making the world a little bit better place. You know, I talk about it in my life balance program. I talk about it, you know, all the time. It, smile at people. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to start a Gates Foundation, right? It's get out and dance, <laughs> you know, make, bring some joy. That's what, that's what life's about. And Two years play. later, I'm, I'm, I'm still having a good time thinking about it. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it was a good day. It was a good yes, day. You know, I was, a, I had a chance to speak on the TEDx stage and there was an amazing people who I shared stage with and they yeah, and done, you knocked it out of the park, man. It, it, and I, and I remember you were sitting in the front row. Well, I mean, you were sitting like in the front row. There's nobody in front of you, like you and me, right? You were right in the center, right Absolutely. in the center, right in the front row. No, no, no. Like to the side is not good enough for you. You have to go right to the center, front center, baby. Front and, center. and that's kind of reflects about who you are and what do you teach about and what do you share about. And I remember I came onto the stage in TEDx and I had a first line and I didn't expect for everyone to laugh, but everyone started <laughs> laughing. But this very distinctive voice, right? It's piercing through above everybody else's laughter. And it's you, Daniel. It's you. Like I encourage everyone uh, to look up TEDx talk. Um, Mark Guy, Mark G-A-I. Maybe you can put a link. And you will see in the first 10 seconds, Daniel's laughter. I mean, you you just love the loudest. And there's no, I mean, and I thought to myself, you know, I think I I I achieved the apex, the the, the top billing in TEDx. I mean, I got people to laugh in the first five seconds. I should just walk off the stage. There you go. And, and that's it. And just have the shortest TEDx talk ever. But it made me feel good. It made me feel good that it was appreciated. Awesome. Well, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. I've, I, I've actually heard that from a couple other TEDx speakers. Um, uh, yeah, I, I have been located by my laugh before. Uh, <laughs> I remember years ago, I was in de- downtown Denver in a, a, a office down there and my my boss stuck his head in and goes ah there you are i knew you were down this hallway i just wasn't sure how far <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so hey it could so, be worse you know that's right i so i appreciate your openness in this and i'm not exactly a dancer like you but you know i'm dancing and learning and i'm laugh laugh laughter in in learning so i do learn quite a bit from you Thank you. And likewise. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, so 
so what are you up to now lately? I mean, are, are there any like major projects that you're working on or, or any, uh, anything that you're excited about right now that, that you're, that you're doing? Yes, I have been. One of the things that really helps me to connect with my community. And like I have said, community building, maintaining, nurturing growth is really big part at the core of everything I do. So last year, I have started doing live events, live events that um, we produce together with my partner and my team. And it's live events in person, full day from 8.30 in the morning with a break for lunch. And then we go until 4.30, 5 o'clock. Nice. And we just share our best strategies for life uh, thriving. Uh, we talk about, you know, it's a place for not just to sit back, and, and listen to what we say, but it's rather a place to get to the front row, stand right there and, and, and absorb information and learn. And I believe in that. I believe in sharing mm -hmm. everything that I know and everything that I have learned and mistakes and failures. So those events are truly is a platform for me to share honestly, very honestly and openly about the mistakes I made how much they have cost me. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about yeah. life and, and uh, scars, right? You know, those yeah. money, money's the least of it. Money yeah, is the least of yeah. it. The metaphorical scars that, you know, remain and remind you of how far you have come. And I'm looking forward to building that. Very cool. Building more life events and share those. Uh, we plan to have one in, in the fall and I will share this with you. I, I know I have invited you a few times, but there was conflict and schedule, yes. but you know, I'm sure there's, you know what, you were waiting for it to get more and more, you know, uh, you were waiting for it to grow, for it to become even better. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Packing more life into the events. I get you. Yeah, I, I remember there were a couple of times where, you know, I, I had another speaking engagement yes. that same day in a different state. I'm like, really? Again? This is how it works. And, you know, whatever the universe gives you, just accept it, right? And great things don't expire. They will come back and got to be resilient. And as entrepreneurs, I think this is what we are after. You know, sometimes you don't achieve your goals in the time and manner that you want or believe you should but i think the, the the trick is to keep going exactly exactly so and what are you up to my friend uh i've been i've launched a couple of online courses that i'm super excited about and i'm actually i'm actually getting ready to do a, a live event in september uh it's basically my goal setting seminar really i call it new you revolution because it's mm -hmm. about you know, changing your mindset. And so kind of a, a similar concept, but very focused on doing like real goal setting and avoiding the pitfalls of that are that, that usually uh, come along with goal setting, you know, cause it's so easy. We, we set the goals and, you know, and I'm, I'm going through and doing, let's list out, you know, all of, all of the goals, all the different things that you want, and then dive deep into a couple of them to help you really flesh it out and, and 
find, you know, here's why are you doing it and what's the purpose behind it. And I'm helping people find that kind of that life purpose of what's that ultimate legacy that you want to leave lead. Um, and that's, that helps guide the goal setting. Um, but then it's also going into, you know, what are the common pitfalls and, and why do most people's goals fail? Right. And there are a couple of things that I found that, that kind of go with that. Um, you know, the ripple effect and lack of accountability and those sort of things. But, uh, so that's coming up. Um, that's in the beginning of September, about a month from now, actually. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. It's been one that I've done an online version of it, but I'm actually doing a live event in Ocala. So it's yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. You know, I am not um, a seer of the future. Uh, perhaps sometimes I am, but I see us working together Indeed. Soon, on the same stage. So yeah, I look forward to that. Likewise. Likewise. Yeah. I, think it'd be, I think it would be fantastic. It would be great. As long as you bring that world famous laughter, I think uh, I we, can, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can do it on demand if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. That's good. That's good. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. This, this has been fantastic. We'll have to do this again. Um, I don't think this needs to be just a one-off. Uh, I think this needs to be a, a, a recurring segment. Sure. Sure. I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, we'll call it G squared, you know, <laughs> gentry and guy, guy and gentry. <laughs> G squared. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, I'm a math and science geek. You, you, you're, you're going to, you know, you're going to get that. So. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, thank you, Daniel, for having me and thank you for uh, having this conversation and uh, let's do it. Let's do it very soon. All right. Sounds great. Yep. Thanks. Uh,